Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16. It's part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. I've been thinking about this description and call to action. Jesus is essentially saying that those listening to him, and this was a sermon to many, not just to his immediate disciples, he said that we are to bring light to the world. Not that we aspire to be the light, but that we are the light and that what we can do and must do is truly shine. And that last part of his quote, verse 16 in this passage, makes it clear that shining our light isn't about ego and pridefulness. It isn't about showing off or making sure we're seen as brighter than others with more to say or share or express. It's actually very humbling. It's about letting our innate goodness, our true warmth, our higher purpose of kindness, joy, uplift, comfort, as well as artistry and intelligence and inspiration, letting those shine in a way that clearly honors God. The light of God, of his truth and love and life are what we radiate. And so not only is it not about personal glory, our impact is then so much greater because we're sharing of the abundant qualities of God, not of the finite capacities of a mortal man or a mortal woman. I like that Jesus The truth teller reminds his listeners, those of old and of you and me today, that we're not simply the light of our loved ones' lives or a small glow in our community. We're the light of the world. Our individual light has a way of uplifting consciousness universally, of bringing something vital and needed. The world's pessimism and darkness and materialism and cynicism, as well as the chaos and fears that come up can be challenged by our light. A little light still breaks the darkness. We can stop hiding our light or apologizing for it, somehow feeling the need to justify that we believe in hope and goodness and grace and healing. We can live those qualities because they're honest and because they express who we genuinely are. People respond more to authenticity and sincerity than they do to someone's attempt to fit in, to try to be something or someone they're not. We might think we're not that sunny person, but in fact, you really are. You may have your down days or whatever, or times of struggle, but you were built to shine. And when you remember that shining light isn't something personal, you can either possess or lose, but it's the very light of God's eternal flame in you, then you can trust it to keep glowing to light your way and lighten your darkness as much as you might bring that light to another as well. Trust that the source of that light is there and know that you're shining even when you're not sure you are just because that light is more than just a mood. It's a divine purpose in you, your very being, which is meant to bring something helpful to the world. 
our light can naturally awaken others. And so it does help to listen to Jesus's reminder and wake up to that light within ourselves and then use it freely and boldly. I like that Jesus talks about a city set on a hill as not being hid. This tells me that our light surely reaches others more so when we stay above the fray, the temptations to get down in the dirt with others, taking the high road and not feeling we need to hang out in that valley of pessimism makes us a light that can be seen by others. But it also means on that hill, we have a broader perspective ourselves. That view sees more of the big picture and can assess things better than that spot on the ground. I also like that he says a city on a hill can't be hid. That feels to me like he's also inviting his followers to join with others in their cause of light. That as we come together, like a city, uniting in higher principles and in fellowship to uplift one another, we can be seen even better. One candle held high is beautiful and guides us out of the dark. A bunch of candles, maybe even one lit by another and then another down the line, makes for a glorious glow that really uplifts and can be sustained through time. This joining together in purpose takes off a sense of personal burden and reminds us that a holy cause is not one that we alone care about. We have a community of well-doers and thinkers to lean on and who can lean on us. It's a city of light, a city of light workers. Look to your own heart and see the light that's burning there. Trust that light and its source and go about your daily life, whether doing great things or just day-to-day tasks, with that awareness of the light that is you and how much that brings to others because its power is divine, spiritual, and healing. I'm going to close with another uh, translation of those verses from Matthew. It's from the voice translation, the one that I always enjoy. And you, beloved, are the light of the world. A city built on a hilltop cannot be hidden. Similarly, it would be silly to light a lamp and then hide it under a bowl. When someone lights a lamp, she puts it on a table or a desk or a chair, and the light illumines the entire house. You are like that illuminating light. Let your light shine everywhere you go, that you may illumine creation, so men and women everywhere may see your good actions, may see creation at its fullest, may see your devotion to me, and may turn and praise your Father in heaven because of it. That's all I have for today. I hope it's helpful. I'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments, or if you'd like to set up a time to talk more about your divine purpose, I can be reached at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.